today we have a lot of questions about technical analysis. Um, we also have a few questions about back testing and I guess indicators, which I guess indicator would fall under technical analysis as well. So let's hop into things. And the first question I got really has to deal with reading a price chart, reading a trend, um, reading the ebbs and flows of the market. Um, now, how many of you guys have found this to be an area of struggle, either presently or in the past? Yes, 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 perfect. Um, I think you're gonna find almost every single trader has that same response. In fact, I, I can't think, I mean, I don't know of anyone in my experience, and I've been trading for a very long time, coaching for a very long time. I don't think of anyone, anyone in my experience that kind of looked at a chart for the first time and was like, oh yeah, I got it. It is something that is difficult, it is something that is going to take time. And the reason is going to take time because it is actually a skill. Um, I, I think I, I think technical analysis in general is a skill, but I think if you if, if we speak honestly, some things take more skill than others. For example, right? If you are looking at a moving average cross, does that take much of a skill to see when a 50 EMA crosses a 20 EMA? Not really. Um, if you're looking at an RSI going overbought, oversold, not really a skill. It's, it's black or white. It either is or it isn't. Reading a price chart is a skill. It is dynamic. Um, and there is a little bit of a, a gray area. And, and the trader that I was I was talking to, um, unfortunately, couldn't be here today. Um, just the, the time difference, I think, makes it very, very early in the morning. Um, is struggling with the fact that it is not black or white. Um, and for you guys that have been on the platform for a long time, you know, this is a, a common struggle, right? There are, we teach different people um, and different people have kind of different ways of looking at things. We have the people that need everything to be black or white. They are very systematic. It has to be rules-based. There's no gray area. It either is or it isn't, right? A lot of programmers, a lot of you IT people are like that as well, where it's like, hey, if then, if then, yes or no, it, it, it can't, it's binary, right? Ones or zeros. We have people on the other side where it's the exact opposite, where it's like kind of loosey-goosey, where it's like, ah, Keel, you know, I don't really like rules. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't give me the opportunity to be creative, right? If you guys heard the recent podcast, what um, I think it was unlock your creativity. The question is, does discipline kind of hinder your creativeness? There are people like that as well, right? I remember Chris Mills, um, who's just on my mind today for some reason. He was an example of that. Really, really good trader. Kind of likes to kind of go with his own flow. Didn't really like assigning rules, but eventually realized that he had to. And then eventually kind of found his, unlocked his creativity within rules, right? Both of those traders have to kind of bend, right? If you are kind of loosey-goosey, no rules, you have to understand that, hey, you are going to need rules. You're going to have to have some type of definition in the market if you want to have any type of consistency, right? If you, if you can't really define a certain thing, you're not going to look at the markets in a consistent way. If you don't look at the markets in a consistent way, then it's going to be very hard for you to take uh, consistent or make consistent executions and find consistent profit. On the other hand, for, for those who need clear black or white rules, right? There are things that have that, right? Um, again, a moving average cross, it, it's either black or white, it's yes or no. Um, reading a price chart, however, isn't going to fit that, right? There are no 
specific rules that are going to work all the time. And I, I always like to say our job as traders, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to we're trying to assign rules to something that is not meant to obey rules. Right. Does that make sense? It's very similar, like, you know, you hear about those stories of people that keep, uh, you know, wild tigers as pets in their house and the tiger breaks out and eats them. It's like, well, what do you think? It's a wild tiger. It needs to be in the wild. It needs to roam. You're trying to domesticate it. It doesn't work like that. Um, you can try your best, but it doesn't work. So we got to have to find that middle area. And that's why we do have rules based ways of defining trends. Um, we do have rules based ways to say, hey, we're bullish, we're bearish, we're in consolidation. But those rules are going to be dynamic, meaning that it's, it's going to take observation on the part of the trader to really understand and, and, and visualize and see, hey, where am I drawing my ebbs and flows? Where am I drawing my swing lows and swing highs? And that answer is going to be different for each person. And I think one of the reasons this trader has been getting stuck, and George S., this is someone that you've worked with, so you, you kind of know where I'm at on this point. Um, I think one of the reasons this trader is getting stuck is because, one, he's expecting to see the exact same thing the exact same way every single time. He's also comparing what he sees to what someone else sees. And, and we encourage you guys to communicate on the platform. I encourage you guys all the time to, hey, when you get a chart, send it into the chat and ask, you know, uh, especially one of our experienced traders, you know, hey guys, what do you think about this? Um, and they're going to give you a response and the response is going to be quality, but it's important to understand that you don't have to see things the exact same way that they do, right? Does that make sense? You don't have to see, see things the exact same way that I do. You don't have to see things the exact same way that Jason Greystone does. And in fact, you're not, right? You're not. Now, what we want to avoid is the big overall mistakes, right? We want to avoid if we just take a price chart, for example, right? So this is obviously a break and close uh, underneath structure, that yellow line that I just drew in, right? The, the price action has broken and closed below a previous level of structure. Would you guys all agree? So to, if I'm going to draw something out and I were to ignore that, for example, and didn't count it, that would be a blatantly obvious mistake, right? You can't do that. I don't care you can have as much interpretation as you want of the market, but this is a clear sign of a lower, low, lower close. At the same time, the ebbs and flows that exist in type of in, inside a trend, those are going to vary depending on how the trader wants to see it. Are they taking more of a micro or a macro look at things? And I was trying to think about this for a while now, because again, I, I feel bad. You know, I, I honestly try to help you guys um, and try to put you guys in the best position to succeed. I know that everyone's different and everyone takes a, is a different kind of cue that works for everyone. And this is something that this trader has been stuck on for probably a few months, I would say, probably a few months. And it, it doesn't seem like the, or the, the same issues seem to exist. So I was trying to think of, is, is there a different way I can handle it? And, and one thing I thought of was this. So if you're, we advise that you guys go through the courses in order, right? You go through the, the, the cornerstone where you learn the basics, you go through foundation, foundation two, where you learn a little bit about trends and, you know, support and resistance and all that fun stuff, the foundational elements of trading. And then you go to the mastery where you start learning specific strategies. And I think it's important to understand that until you get to that mastery section, we're not even talking about how to trade. 
Am I right there? Until you get to that mastery section, we're not talking about, hey, this is a, a strategy, right? We're just talking about the basic elements. And I think what may confuse traders sometimes is that although we tell you not to think about trading, when you're practicing this stuff and you're sitting in the live rooms and you're watching us on a daily basis trade these things, how can you not think about or how can you not think about not trading them or not think about trading them, whatever, however we're going to term that, right? So the confusion lies sometimes, I think, in when you're supposed to be practicing the skill of analyzing a price chart, in the back of your head, you're thinking to yourselves, well, how would I trade this, right? Does that sound familiar with anyone? You're supposed to be reading just ebbs and flows, just identifying new structure highs and pullbacks. But when you see that pullback, you're like, okay, well, how would I trade this? And what confuses you or what, uh, you know, I guess builds on the confusion is that you're asking yourself how to trade something, but you haven't necessarily learned any strategies or techniques on how to actually trade it. So there's kind of that that empty area of there, which just adds to the confusion. Now that you don't know really how to attack it, now you're even more confused if this was the correct ebb and flow and all that stuff. So I had a thought this morning and I thought, I said to this trader, I said, how about you try this, right? Because we've been stuck here for a very, very long time and, and this, you, you gotta do something, right? You gotta mix it up, you gotta, you gotta do something new, right? It's like a, uh, a coach that's been with their team for a very, very long time and maybe the message has got dry, you gotta, you gotta switch it up. Right. Throw a few different people in the starting lineup, fire them up, throw a chair. I guess you can't throw chairs anymore, but do something different. Um, so I had a thought. I said, I told a trader to do this. How about you move forward? Right. Instead of focusing on mastering this reading of ebbs and flows, because I think I don't again, I don't see how we're going to get unstuck. I, I just we've kind of exhausted every everything I can teach and say. I don't know a better way to do it aside from what we'll try to do today. But how about we move on? How about you go to the mastery course, you learn about Fibonacci's, you learn about advanced pattern formations, pullback trades, trend continuation trades, all of that fun stuff, right? And then that's going to give you kind of perspective and idea on what the trading side of things look like. And then once you understand that trading side of things, now you can go back or, or when, whenever you go back to redo the course, right? We, we advise you guys do it twice. Whenever you go back to review the course, maybe you're looking at a trend and reading the price chart kind of with a different perspective now, now that you kind of know what before was empty. Now that you're looking at it, but you actually know some techniques on how to trade. Have any of you guys done that? I'm curious. Again, that was my thought this morning. I'd love to hear your, your input. Have any of you guys done that or found that to be helpful, found it to not be helpful? Um, please share. That was my last thought, because again, it's it's, it's very slimmer to like, uh, you know, think about when you guys learn about double tops and double bottoms, right? You learn about it, it's cool. You see every you identify them in the market, and then all of them, none of them work, and you're like, Akil, what the heck? None of this stuff works. Then you learn kind of how to trade or how to use double tops and double bottoms when they're aligned with everything else, and how some are takeable, some are not takeable. And now when you go back and see them in the market, it's like, okay, now I kind of know the difference between double bottoms and double tops that I should pay attention to and double bottoms and double tops that I shouldn't pay attention to, right? You have kind of that filtering out process and it kind of makes more sense now. So that was my my same thought with trend. Mia says, I think it's helpful um, for me that way. Uh, Rule says, uh, yes, helped me a lot. 
Uh, Ray says, uh, when going through the mastery, it did help to understand what I learned in the foundation because I saw where things were aligned and how they matched. Rob says, hey, Rob, uh, certainly moving on, then coming back to it later. I personally needed that to see positive progression. Okay, good. Sounds like I'm on the, I'm on, I'm on the, the, the right track then again. Um, I race is kind of piecing. Yeah, because and again, it's it's again, ideally, you shouldn't be thinking about how to trade realistically when you're practicing things in the market. It's hard for us to not think about it in a trading perspective. We are surrounded. We are traders. We are surrounded by trading all the time. Um, Andrew says, I feel like drawing ebbs and flows is a work in progress, even after hundreds of back tested trades. And yeah, and I, and I think that's what we need to understand as well. It's going to change. Um, it was Naomi. I'm not sure she said this in a podcast or in one of our um, one of our accountability sessions. And it was a podcast. Um, she had a podcast episode where she specifically talked about how she had back tested things and drawn things in a certain way, and then like you know it took her I don't know how many months to do it, and she came back to redo that back testing and saw things completely differently. Her eyes have just changed over that la over that whatever month period. Um, that is 100% true. You are going to, and this is kind of the intuition in trading, and you said the same, you're going, to, you're going to learn what to ignore and what not to ignore, right? You're going to ignore, you're going to learn what to ignore and what not to ignore. So you're going to see certain moves in the market, especially typically here's how it happens. As a newer trader, you see every single wiggle, every single wiggle, every single wick. Um, because you don't really know kind of what is noise, what is junk, what's not junk. As you get more experience, you start passing over things because you just you, you just get experience of realizing like, hey, this is here, but it doesn't really make a difference in the bigger picture. So your eyes kind of only go to the important points. So that's an important lesson. So um, I don't want to waste too much time because again, I have a hard deadline. Um, Mia says like when you watch them, when you watch the same movie for the second time, you find and see things that you. Yeah, that's true. I always think of Inception because I still don't know how that movie ended and it bothers me. Um, but I watched him set in such inception like 80 million times looking for clues. And each time I saw something different, yet I still don't know the ending. Um, and I'm still upset about that. It bothers me. Um, but yeah, that's uh, God. Now I'm angry. Thanks, Mia. Now I am angry. Um, but that's that's a that's a good example. Um, how does it end? Are they in real life or not? I don't know that the top it does it stop spinning. <sighs> It looked like it slowed down, but maybe I just wanted it to slow down. Um, so anyway, uh, what the trader wanted us to do today was kind of draw out the ebbs and flows um, on the weekly chart. So I'm on the Euro dollar weekly chart from August 2001 to present day and just show an example of how I would measure it. And I'm going to do something really, really, really cool. This is something that